Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the BNB Podcast. This is episode 37. I'm one of your hosts, Brandon. And I'm the other host, Brody. And today on the podcast, we are going to talk uh, briefly about some companies using social media tactics, and then we're going to go more in-depth on a few of the ones that we've seen and or heard around um you know the internet or the radio or browsing through cat videos on youtube i know you like to do that brody my favorite right there yes and as is tradition now dad joke time do you want me to read this or do you want to read that no i'm not reading that (laughs) last night i dreamt i was a muffler i woke up exhausted Oh, come on, you should like that. You work at a car I, park. <laughs> I work in a car park's place, but that's terrible. I'm definitely <laughs> going to tell it to someone in the morning. That's right up your alley. I don't get that one. This is driving an alley. You tell me I'm a hoe? I mean, your name is Butt Pirate in the Discord. You okay, Twat Flicker? <laughs> Um, anyways, yeah, so before we get started, though, I would like to take the chance to plug our socials. Uh, we're pretty much everywhere. Just search uh, the B&B podcast, and Brody will tell you where you can find us at the end of the episode, but maybe uh, I might start introducing that at the start of the episode in case you guys click off for some reason. I mean, I wouldn't do that if I were you, but we'll find you. Um... But yeah, search ever at the BNB podcast. You'll probably find us or some random other two guys who decided to call their podcast the exact same thing before us. Yes, but screw those guys. Yeah, screw them. Screw them hard. <clears throat> <laughs> right. Anyways, so I guess a question I could pose to you, Brody, is: Are there any like weird? Maybe not, like, sexual weird, but, like, just weird ads that you've seen or heard that have actually made you go and buy a product? <laughs> okay, I actually have a really good one for this. Um, they're <laughs> Skittles. There are some of the weirdest fucking commercials out there for Skittles. And, like, the whole taste the rainbow thing can be twisted into so many different things, it's not even funny. <laughs> And, like, there's so many, like, sexual innuendos with their ads as well, and it is hilarious. And I can honestly say I've, like, watched an ad before I knew I was going out, and then I'm like, hey, I'm out, and I remember this ad, and I buy some Skittles. (laughs) And then I am tasting the rainbow. Yeah, I, I do remember that one they had a few years ago. I don't know if they still play it on TV, but that one where the guys under the bleachers... Or something, and the girl comes up to him, and he's got, like, Skittles on his face, and she's like, is it contagious? And the guy's like, no, I don't think so, but she's got Skittles all over her face, and all I can think of is, like, herpes. (laughs) Pretty much, right? You have the Skittles STD. Oh, that's what STD is. A Skittles-transmitted disease. (laughs) I'm never gonna forget that now. (laughs) Thanks. Um, just... To let you know, Mr. Skittles, we are not uh, trying to, uh, you know, defame you or uh, 
you know, we're not trying to attack your Skittles brand. That is just we our humble Skittles. opinion. Yes, obviously. Otherwise, why would we go and buy them after an ad? Exactly. That's the whole point. I, I remember one that came out in the Super Bowl. Uh, Puppy Monkey Baby. Oh, no. <laughs> um, I, I drank Mountain Dew already, but that Puppy Monkey Baby was like an inside joke in our family. Well, it wasn't really inside. People knew about it, but like it was a joke within our family for literally years i think they finally stopped drop like they finally dropped it but like my grandma loved it she has a shirt of it uh with puppy monkey baby on it and my mom went to the extremes of buying a little stuffed animal that had a voice box in it that said puppy monkey baby and now it haunts me every time i open my closet oh god but you know i, I remember that being pretty memorable uh well, any of the fucking Super Bowl ads are pretty memorable. I don't know if you have any anecdotes about that. Um, God, I remember, I don't know if it was like the Super Bowl, but I remember we talked, we covered this on a previous podcast of like when they first started talking about like GM shutdown. I remember mm. where, I know where we were, but I remember what we were watching. It was just like a hockey game or something. I remember that ad came on, and it was, like, literally every, like, other ad for, like, every single, like, intermission break. Yeah. I remember, yeah, I remember what it was, but I will never forget that ad. Was it the Tim Hortons one? Was it what? Was it the Tim Hortons one when Evan kept saying that that Chinese man was my grandfather? Yes, that was it as well, I remember that. <laughs> um, yeah. Fuck, I can't... That was ridiculous. God, I forgot about that. But I guess, like, that's another thing, too, is repetitiveness. Because, I mean, it doesn't take anyone to go through college or whatever to realize this. But, like, in my class, we learned about, like, marketing and how, like, repeating something over and over again will ingrain in your head. And, like I said, you don't have to go to college to know that it's a pretty uh, generic idea. But, like playing something over and over again, you're going to fucking remember it. Like, I still remember the ad that uh, I was talking about earlier when we were out with friends. Yeah. There was like a, <laughs> there was like an Asian grandpa with his grandson and they went to Tim Hortons and they had like their, their newest sandwich or whatever they were advertising, but it was on constantly over and over at least like three times every commercial break. And then like, what what are commercial breaks like two or three minutes or whatever yeah and give like, or take and like that two or three minutes like if you see it three times every commercial break it's it, you're gonna remember it no matter what i just remember during the super bowl we watched a lot of ads and they like especially for the super bowl a lot of them were very repetitive because mm-hmm. don't you pay like a couple million per like few seconds that you're on there yeah that would have been extremely expensive for some companies to do that yeah, I think that's why they have like a lot of big name companies, like all the beer companies and like Doritos, Mountain Dew, uh, car companies, uh, Tim Hortons. Like those are all really big brands. You don't see any uh, smaller brands doing uh, big deals like that because it fucking it make them go broke. Oh yeah, they'd spend their whole fortune just to have a Super Bowl ad. Mm-hmm. Um. Well, that's kind of more mainstream because I think Super Bowl ads have been around for a while. Um, and like commercials have obviously been around as long as television has been around pretty much. Yeah. 
Uh, do you have any experiences with any like social media ads that caught your attention and that you uh, bought into at all? Um, I'm trying to remember. There's a I, I get a lot, and we talked about this before with like Facebook being really creepy and it listens to you. So I was talking, like literally, me and me and Megan were just talking and. Uh, wings came up in the conversation of possibly going out tomorrow, and then lo and behold, there's a superstore ad for chicken wings. <laughs> I'm like, why are you doing this to me? But yeah, like that's just an example of like Facebook, I guess. But mm-hmm. even on Twitter, like so you just open up Twitter, and there's a couple back to back of just like different businesses. Not that I really look at them in depth. But it's advertising probably that they have, like, job openings or, like, they want your business or something. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing, like, between algorithms, because I do believe Facebook has some sort of, like, tapping into your mic or whatever. And even my uh, Amazon Echo, I won't say her name because then she'll be a bitch. But, like, even stuff like that, I'm sure they do listen in. Like, they can say, like, day and night that they don't. I don't believe it, but they do also have an algorithm and, you know, uh, websites do sell your information if you let them, if you accept like their cookies and you accept that they might sell to third party websites. And if your information is sold, like your search, like your search history, uh, so don't look up the prom, your search history can be sold to third party websites and then like they will start catering to you. Uh, with their ads, like sponsored content that'll be pushed. If you search up, say you're a new new parent or whatever, and you search up like baby supplies and stuff, like you're, you're going to start getting ads for baby supplies, whether you talked about it or not, just because of your, you know, your searching habits. See, look at that. You taught me something new today. I didn't actually know why they asked for that. Yeah. A lot of companies, they hide it in their like private policies that they get you to accept. Like, I know not everybody has read all the terms and conditions of the agreement that keep popping up on everything that you accept, but I guarantee in there, and well, I don't really have to you know, not take my word, it's truth, that uh, they hide the information that they are legally allowed to uh, send your information to third parties. They also hide the cure for cancer in the terms and conditions. Someone please read them. It's not yes. me, but someone else do it. Yeah, it would take too much effort for Brody. So somebody, I can't read, so... Yeah, somebody literate has to do it, please. <laughs> I get it confused and, like, learn how to make meth or something. Oh, I summoned a demon last time. I don't know about you, but... That's not bad. Was it a nice demon? Well, I mean, he took my soul, but I didn't have one to begin with, so... So there you go. So it wasn't that bad. Yeah, it's just like it was kind of just like you know someone ripping your heart out, but they just walked away empty-handed. It was, was it's kind of like blue balls, I guess. Yeah, fair enough. enough. Yeah, there you go. Got blue balls by a demon. You heard it here. <laughs> yeah, that's something I never thought I'd say, but. <laughs> oh, Anyways, God. yeah, that's why you do got to be careful with what you share and accept on the internet because you know you could say accept to like. Um, a website taking your details and then Twitter gets it, Facebook gets it, Instagram gets it, Snapchat gets it. Your ads are going to slowly start turning into stuff you want to buy because 
that is the end goal is for people to make money off of you. So I know I get a lot of ads for like tech stuff because I'm interested in that type of stuff. And like I buy a lot of stuff from Amazon. So literally Amazon ads fucking everywhere. And I go to college. So I search the medicine at college website like daily multiple times a day and when i go to facebook i get a facebook ad which now they're advertising my brother's face because he's an alumni and so every time i see my and hat college uh ad it's my brother's face it's really weird um but yeah so it does depend on what you search and it's not all dependent on if they're spying on you which they totally are uh the uh, birds work for the bourgeoisie <laughs> it's a meme. It's okay, Brody. Oh, okay. Um, you lost yeah. me. It, it, they're just saying that the pigeons work for uh, intelligence companies and that they're spying on you, and they're not actually birds. They're robots with with like lenses that record you. Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> anywho, another thing I've seen a lot, and we could kind of discuss it a little bit because it's quite a big thing on Twitter. Uh, Wendy's. Whoever is running that Twitter, can I be friends? Because, like, there's so much gold that comes out of that fucking Twitter with them roasting other companies or just roasting people. I'm going to load up their Twitter because i got to read some of this. I was going to look at uh, Best Wendy's tweets here. Yeah, like, even this one, they roasted McDonald's. Uh, McDonald's tweeted out a picture of a burger, and they said, Today we announced by mid-2018, all quarter-pounder burgers are at the majority of our restaurants will be cooked with fresh beef. Uh, Wendy's replies back, So you'll still use frozen beef in most of your burgers in all your restaurants, asking for a friend. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, whoever is is one, I want your job, and two, like, <laughs> you're fucking quick on the draw if, that, if you're, like, uh, Let's see. Yeah, that was only in a few hours of each other. Yeah, here's another one. Um, this guy says, I want Wendy's with my girlfriend wants McDonald's. What do I do? And Wendy's replied, there are plenty of fish in the sea. <laughs> uh, roasting McDonald's again. McDonald's tweets out, Black Friday, need copy and link. And Wendy says, when the tweets are as broken as the ice cream machine. <laughs> I mean, uh, we, we could read more. I don't know if you want to go into more, but, like, that's what I mean. You're using social media, which, I mean, I know not a lot of young people are on Twitter. Uh, every time, like, one of my professors mentions Twitter saying, like, oh, you know, I don't know if you people use Twitter anymore because, you know, it's kind of an old person thing. And I'm like, I use Twitter. But Twitter, like, is it an old person thing? I don't know. I didn't think it was. I know a lot of younger entertainers that... Like video, I want to say video entertainers, not porn stars. Uh, <laughs> YouTubers and streamers, I'll put it that way. Uh, use better. Twitch, use Twitter and stuff. So, like, I don't know. I don't. I don't find it an old person thing. I find a lot of young people in there. Yeah. If we can get Trump off of there, you know, better. But um, I don't know. So, like. Wendy's is using it, and like I said, I don't know if younger people or older people are more prone to use Twitter, but and they're adding comedy, and they're like, whoever's running this Twitter is pretty much just fucking got no chill, and they're getting paid for it, and like, it, it brings in hundreds and thousands, like, this one 
this one tweet has like 766,309 likes and 287,069 retweets. So lots of people are going to be looking at that and be like, hmm, next time I go out for like a fast food burger, I'm going to pick Wendy's. So like obviously it works. Yeah. See, one thing that I find is weird is that my Instagram doesn't have much for like ads. Hmm. I don't know if it's just like there's a lot of sponsored stuff. So I guess mm. you could call that ads. I don't know. I'm not really too avid with this platform. So I don't really know how to use it that well. Well, I'm not on Instagram a whole lot. Honestly, I don't even remember the last time one I was on it or two I saw an ad on it. But I think sponsored content's a lot different because that company is paying an extra premium to like display their they're at on on your feed and it pushes it pushes it to a lot more people than if they had just you know come to an ad agreement with instagram because i know a lot of the those big companies just come to like contracts pretty much where they allow their ads to be put on you know instagram twitter social uh or other social media, and, like, they both get a payout from it because the company obviously gets more people to look at their products, and then those people buy those products. And then, you know, Instagram will get a little bit of revenue as well. But, like, sponsored content is more pushed product, which means that company's going to have to pay a little bit more in order for you to uh, to see it. At least that's my understanding from it. Oh, okay. Yeah, you have a better guess than I do, that's for sure. Well, because I know even when I uh, promote the podcast at the B&B podcast on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, um, I can share stuff on our newsfeed. Free. Perfectly free. I can do that on any social media website I want. Now, Facebook pushes you to sponsor your content, and what you can do is you can either pay a monthly thing or a one-time fee to push your content. And a lot of the times it can be small as like $10, $15, or it can be like massive, like $60 to $65. And the higher you go, the more traction it'll get, the more timelines, so to speak, it'll show up on and more people see it. So, you know, it's all it all depends how much money you want to put in to see how much you get back out of it. Like for us, yeah, we might get a few more follows, but I'm not going to fucking put in $100 for a sponsorship on Facebook. I mean, yeah, exactly. We're not making enough money. Well, we're not making any money. Uh, yeah. We're not making any money. So why would I put a hundred of my own dollars in for an ad that might be seen by a few thousand people? Like, yeah, it, it would be nice to get like an audience from that, but there's no guarantees. Now, if I was like a big company, say like I'm trying to think of a, a company that would make a podcast. I don't know, like any big like car dealership. Say you want to make a fucking podcast about cars, whatever. Uh, and they have the money to push it, then I could see the value in that. Like, what's a hundred to two hundred to three hundred dollars to a company like Ford? Nothing. Yeah. So that's kind of where that sits with the uh, sponsored content versus just like natural content, I guess. I was gonna plug our Patreon, but you kept talking. <laughs> I mean, you can. Yeah, I feel like I'd be out of place now. <laughs> I will at the end. Don't worry. Ah, alrighty. Um. Anyways, this has kind of been a little bit of me ranting and 
Brody sitting there. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Do you have anything to add on what I was talking about at all? I mean, you're, you've informed me on three different things today, so I guess it's a good day. <laughs> um, this is, I'll tag this as an educational podcast. There we go. Now you taught me, so it's going to teach everyone else. There we go. I'm just looking through, like, different, like, versions of ads. Like, I mean, there's so many different, like, ads out there. Like, mm-hmm. even if you think it isn't an ad, like, as long as you see one little logo on the very bottom corner of a picture, it's still classified as an ad. So it still mm-hmm. has a company logo behind it, or a name, or whatever it might be. Well, yeah, even, like, watermarks on, like, artwork or trademarks on, like, brands of stuff, like... In essence, everything is, I guess, branded with a certain logo. Yeah. Look at the revelation we're making here. Yeah. I think it'll be Even my ass is branded by... Oh. <laughs> my ass is branded by uh, Amazon because I give them all my money. Uh, thank you, Jeff Bezos. It was a weird party you had, but I mean... I'm okay with it. Um, but we were kind of talking about this. I think it was just you and I, the podcast about advertisements on YouTube and stuff. Was that just you and I, or was that, I think it was just you and I. Yeah, yeah just us. Yeah, Kyle wasn't there for that. Yeah. You all know Kyle, maybe. If not, <laughs> go check out the last episode. Kyle was on that episode, and it was very fucking weird. Anyways. Yes. A few podcasts ago, Brody and I were talking about video um, advertisements and stuff on YouTube and how they're getting more progressive and, uh, I guess, more annoying. Well, not annoying, but like kind of like an inconvenience, I guess. Um, so, like, you know, it's almost hard to escape it unless you've got an ad blocker, which I guess that's a whole other thing. Is I don't know how I feel about ad blockers, especially on YouTube and Twitch. I don't know how you feel about those. See, when it's... I... Yeah, no. I don't really believe the whole ad blocker thing, because if it's someone, like, little, and they're trying to, like, make money off of this, or, like, so slowly start making a living, I wouldn't want people to use ad blocker just to give them that extra little bit of revenue, uh, mm-hmm. like YouTube, Twitch, like you were saying. Mm-hmm. But... With, like, a lot of the bigger guys that have, like, Ninja, for example, that has a few million followers, he makes his fortunes every, like, every day. It, mm-hmm. that one, well, it wouldn't be one person, but, like, everyone using Adblocker, it wouldn't really phase him that much, because he gets donations, like, every, probably ten times a minute, I'm assuming. I've seen it be pretty crazy before. Yeah, and especially with him moving to Mixer, because I'm sure they agreed to pay him his salary that moved over from Twitch until he's, you know, back to the caliber he was. Yeah, which is a lot. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I know, like, we bitched, <laughs> we bitched about advertising, and it might sound hypocritical for us to sit here and say we don't use ad blockers and we don't agree with it, but I mean, I, I don't know. It, I have a mixed opinion of it. I don't think ads are bad but i don't want to sit through like two or three of them on a youtube video but then i go back on that again because like i i do watch tv sometimes and i have to sit through commercials but 
I don't know. I, I feel like it's a different atmosphere when you're on YouTube or you're on Twitch because it takes you away from that atmosphere. Like I was watching a, I think it was Markiplier on YouTube. I was watching one of his videos and it was really intense and it was like really like interesting. And then I got an ad for toilet paper. <laughs> and I was like, the fuck? <laughs> I mean, I don't mind them, but that's kind of like what we were going into when we were talking about ads on YouTube, which are like, I don't mind if they're at the beginning or the end, but I don't like mid-roll ads. I really don't like mid-roll ads. Exactly. Like, I was one time, I was watching, there was this, I wouldn't really call it a series, but there was this horror little skit that I was watching, and I was getting right into it, and I didn't see that little yellow line saying there's mm-hmm. an ad coming up. And the ad played, I just closed out the video. I'm like, well, there goes the whole hype for that entire thing. Yeah, it does break atmosphere. And I don't know. And there are some YouTubers who don't want mid-rolls. And I've seen recently uh, a lot of creators who are specifically unchecking like mid-roll on their YouTube videos. And they're still appearing for people, even though... The creator themselves have specified no mid-roll. That's ridiculous. Yeah. So, like, it's another... I I mean, that's a whole other topic of, like, YouTube as a corporation, which actually might not be a bad idea for a topic. Yeah, it definitely could be. Perhaps. Um... But, yeah, like, that. that's another thing is a big corporation who employs, like, many other people who are, like you know, making a living from YouTube and Twitch and are pretty much, like, going over their head and making decisions for them, even though they're, you know, technically their own entity, which I think is fucking bullshit myself. Yeah, no, that's... They definitely should not be allowed... Mm-hmm. I mean, of course they're allowed to do that. I mean, like, there's terms and conditions saying that they probably have power over something somewhere. Yeah. It's so, like, yeah, we're saying, read the terms and conditions, find us like here for cancer. Or how to summon more demons, one or the other. Uh, I would go the demon route if uh, I was you. Uh, yeah. and, and another thing, my last note on YouTube is... Uh, recently, in the last year or so, YouTube's rolled out this uh, um, members tab on a lot of YouTube channels. I think mainly bigger channels. Uh, correct me on Twitter if I'm wrong. But I think it's mainly bigger creators. And I joined the community of Markiplier because along with him screaming at video games, he actually does some pretty interesting stuff. He did a skit not too long ago, um, within the last few years, uh, of who killed Markiplier, which was like a murder mystery clue type thing. That was really interesting. And then at that time I hadn't been a member, but, then he released a animation type, you know, storyline type skit called Damien. And that was a, like, that was art. That was like a piece of art. It was made by a video game company and it looked beautiful. Um, so after that, I was like, I'm going to have to start supporting him a little bit more. So it's like five bucks a month or whatever. And the one thing I don't like is I still get ads on this video. I don't mind it 
because, you know, like, I, I'm fine supporting a creator that I enjoy, but at the same time, you think my five bucks a month could be um, used instead of seeing ads on his videos. Yeah, that's a little... Why would... It's pretty much like... I understand it's probably a nice way to have that double little bit of income, but it's not really necessary to have the ads as well. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think it's a, I think it's a little bit of overkill. Well, and I'm not sure on Twitch because I've never really subbed to anyone on Twitch without using because I have like Twitch Prime from Amazon Prime, but I've never subbed to anyone on Twitch uh, like out of Twitch Prime, um, the free mem- the free subscription. So I'm not sure if, like, once you subscribe, if you don't get ads anymore. I'm not sure if that's a thing. I don't know if you know. I, I'm i not sure. I can't say I have. Yeah, but... It's up to someone. I, I feel like... I feel like if you pay to watch someone when everyone else is watching for free and supporting through ads, like, you shouldn't have to. That, that That's my idea, but, you know. That would honestly make sense to me as well. Um, yeah. So, moving back into, like, companies and stuff, we can kind of talk about this ad here that I pulled up. Uh, I mean, the first thing you see is tits and uh, women lying in a bed. Um, But if you scroll down, there's a weird fucking pizza bot. So, I didn't know Domino's, the pizza place, had a pizza bot. Uh... (laughs) But apparently you can message with it. He's called Dom the Pizza Bot. And uh, somebody had an interaction with him. Uh, they said, hi, Dom. Uh, the Pizza Bot just responded, dough. Um, the person responds, I'm hungry. And then the Domino's Bot, um, well, mom, I don't want to go to grandma's. I had to sleep in a room with 15 china swans and a Victorian porcelain doll staring at me last time. Oh, wrong convo. Sorry. Pizza? <laughs> that was no more normal than the last time I read it. Uh, but, like, even that, it adds, like, a sense of almost, like, personal connection with the company. Because, let's be real... When you are to Papa John's, are you really, like, going to be conversing with uh, Papa John himself? I mean, I guess not anymore because he got booted from the company. But, like, I don't know. It's just, it, it's got that level of personal, like, relations. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's kind of personable on a level. It, I mean, one thing I love that I think Domino's, I could be wrong on this, let me know on our Twitter. Um, that Domino's kind of pioneered the whole, like, pizza tracker thing. Yeah, I'm not sure who started that, but let us know I mean, on Twitter. Yeah, that in itself was something that you could, not that it was, like, anything to do with, like, our topic here, but kind of on the Domino's line, that, I don't know, I thought it was something that was kind of innovative. That, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, you can, oh, say, Damien is creating your pizza, and you just put it in the oven, and then you can watch a couple minutes later, it'll move on to, like, it's being boxed, and now it's on the way. And then it'll be at your door, and then you hear your doorbell ring, and you run up, and there's your food. I don't know. It's kind of something that they're being on the whole lines of them innovating this whole, like, pizza bot thing. I almost said dad bot. Oh, God. <laughs> He's converting you. Yeah, I know. It's bad. But, you yeah, know, I think that's pretty crazy that 
they're thinking of stuff like this. Well, yeah, and it's like technology is a part of social media engagement, social media marketing, which is what this whole like podcast is about. So doing something like that only gains tractions for other companies. And it, I guess it kind of blends customer relations regarding media and technology with customer service. There's obviously customer service and like positive feedback or like what companies thrive off of. Yeah, you keep cutting notes. I kind of heard half that conversation. God damn it, not again. Yeah. It's been going on for a while, so I've been trying to piece it together. I'm gonna have to that, fucking, that one was pretty bad. I'm going to have to stand on my roof fucking with an antenna. I wouldn't recommend that right now. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I pretty much just said that, uh, you know, companies thrive off of customer relations with, like, technology and social media and... Uh, customer service so doing something like the pizza tracker kind of melts that together yeah fair enough that's what you're saying did you make sense now from what i pieced together it now makes sense yeah um i really wish we could include photos on a podcast and like i wish we're doing this on video some days but (laughs) the image that is on this article well, do you want to explain what we're looking at? Uh, the image b- underneath the pizza bot thing? Alrighty. So I'm gonna... I'll start this off where it's definitely a cold winter day. We're gonna start this off real real casual-like. Brody's and gonna there's... tell us a fucking story. Yeah. On a cold winter night, these two gentlemen, um, which I'm assuming both of them are Domino's delivery people. Um, what do you mean? The delivery person's right in the middle. Well, they're a team. They have to be a team. Uh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So there's these two guys. Um, one, this one guy. Um, I guess I'm not going to reveal what it is yet. But this one guy is stabilizing the um, warming little box with the pizza. But this pizza is on the back of a caribou, <laughs> which. I'm hoping it's not wild, and they caught this thing. But the guy in front, because there's the one guy stabilizing the pizza at the back, and there's one guy in the front. This thing has like a harness on with a leash, so it's, it's they're literally leading this caribou towards like the delivery address. I think that's ridiculously funny. <laughs> yeah, um, like I said, I wish you could see it because Brody paints a beautiful picture, but it's just. We should just it's, post it on our Twitter. Yeah, you know what? That's a good idea. By the time... You know what? I'll post this on Friday after the podcast releases of of the picture just so you guys have a perfect idea of what we're looking at. Um, apparently it was in Japan. Uh, oh, it was Reindeer Delivery Day. That's what it was. It was Reindeer Delivery Day oh, in that's the a Japanese reindeer? holiday season. Oh, yeah. Hard to tell. Well... I mean, you were close. Caribou, reindeer, same thing. They're uh, very similar. Yeah. A- anyways, that uh, just wanted to paint that picture for you, and uh, Brody did a good job describing whatever the fuck is going on there. Whatever we're looking at right now. Yeah. Oh, there's a thing further down, number seven, on General Electric. Okay, let me open her up here. They're kind of talking about... Uh... The volcanoes? Yeah, a volcano. Oh yeah, that's another thing. Um 
Uh, we can talk about this for a little bit, but I mean, there's not much substance there when it comes to what we're talking about, and we are on 36 minutes, but yeah, like companies using their influence and their power, if you want to use it that way, on social media to promote good, I think more companies need to follow on that, but I definitely commend and appreciate all the companies that do promote like you know uh whether it's like for victims of mass shootings in mainly in the states um or like environmental concerns or like disaster like natural relief disasters companies that promote funding and promote charitable charity work regarding that i commend them entirely i think it's great number seven you were talking about yeah, so did you want to go into that at all, or? Um, I was trying to read it and figure out what the hell it's talking about. I, mean, I think it's pretty much just, like, bringing up the fact of the, of a possible, that was loud, of a possible, uh, like, sensor reader over a volcano to predict whether it would uh, explode or not. Oh, wow, that's kind of cool. Because General Electric, so they're they're like an electronics company, so they so they'll be like I think they were designing pretty much designing sensors in order to predict if the volcano was going to explode, which is pretty cool. That's um, definitely good information that people would need. Hmm. Well, even that whole thing with oh, fuck, it was a mountain in Yellowstone National Park, I believe, where. Yeah. It was at such a high risk that I think NASA was looking into, like, boring into the fucking side of the volcano to try and alleviate some of the heat and some of the... Because, yeah, the volcano in Yellowstone is a super volcano. Yeah, uh, and we're not... I mean, we're not close-close, but... I mean, we'll probably get hit with ash, if anything, um, for stuff like that. So, like, there you go again. Companies who hear about, like... A possible disaster and they're like ready to step forward and uh you know do something about it no i don't know if you want to go into anything else i mean we're going on 40 minutes now so yeah with not a whole lot of rambling so no that was actually a fun topic i think yeah it's got to delve into some of the funnier things that's for sure yeah um Oh, oh, yeah. There's one more example that I wanted to uh, bring up quickly regarding the fast food, which this one was this one just hit me out of the blue a few weeks ago because I didn't even know he did ads for Arby's. But watching a YouTube video and usually if I'm making my lunch or if I'm eating lunch, I'll put on a YouTube video. And now that I have Bluetooth headphones, I can walk away from my phone. So if I see that there's an ad going to be playing, I usually set my phone down and go get something. And then I come back. Well, I watch Archer. And I've watched Bob's Burgers. Don't enjoy it as much as Archer. But I watch Archer. And all of a sudden, I hear Archer pretty much doing an ad for Arby's. And I, I can race back to my phone. And I'm like, what the fuck? And sure <laughs> enough, uh, I think his name is H. John Benjamin, the guy that voices Archer, is fucking cooking up some Arby's burgers. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? So, like, I don't know. It's, it's a bit surreal to hear, like, a voice actor do a commercial because, you know, if it's an actor or an actress, you know, like, 
you know their face, you know their voice and whatever. But like a lot of times with voice actors, you don't really, you know, see them. Yeah. See who they really are. So I don't know. It was just a bit of a surreal experience that I wanted to uh, share on the podcast. Um, but yeah, that was quite funny. Uh, anything you want to add or? No, I think this should be good for this podcast. Yeah. For it being close to 11 already. Yes, well, we recorded this a little bit later. Um, some things came up, but we got there in the end. Uh, I just showed Brody, uh, before we were starting this podcast, the new logo that I designed for the podcast. Uh, we were waiting on a designer, but, uh, well, things don't always work out, um, as we've learned by recording this podcast and having multiple technical difficulties. But... You know, some things don't work out, and you gotta take things in your own hands. You gotta do your own fucking shit. So, I opened up Photoshop, and I've made some high-tier, uh, shit-tier Photoshops. But <laughs> I never really, you know, put a lot of effort into it, um, as it was easy. But I put quite a bit of effort in this, and I'm pretty proud of what I came up with. And you guys are gonna see the new logo probably before this episode goes up. I'll probably be changing all the social medias around. You know, <clears throat> come tomorrow or the next day, providing I'm not busy with the schools. Um, so watch out for that. Uh, hopefully you guys like it. Uh, I like it. I think Brody likes it. Uh, I do. It looks really good. Looks quite crisp, quite clean. But uh, yeah, we hope you enjoy. Uh, Kyle might be joining us, joining us next week, depending what the topic is and what's going on. Um, and possibly a new guest if I can um, swing it. Oh yeah, uh, we'll talk about that at the end. I, <laughs> wanted, to I wanted to mention something. Um, but for now, I did plug it a little bit at the start and a little bit in the middle. Uh, but Brody will tell you more in depth on where you can find us on those social medias. All right, so for all you beautiful people <clears> out there, um, we use Facebook. A lot of our information goes out there. Um, if you want to get a hold of us, Facebook and our Twitter is usually our best. Um, we got Instagram as well. Uh, we always post what we post on Facebook and Twitter there. Everything's kind of all linked together. So if you use just one, you won't miss out. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, if you listen to the podcast on something different, we are on Spotify. We're on Apple Music. And you can go direct to the website. Podbean? I always forget what it's called. Podbean.com, yeah. There you go, that's what it's called. Yeah. Other than that, for social media, we also have a Patreon, I believe as you pronounce it. Patreon, yes. There there you go, if you want to go give us some support, uh, if you want to donate to us, that's the best way to do it. Different tiers, of course, for different rewards. We do not have any patrons yet, so you could be our very first, uh, our very first patron, and uh, you know, you might get a cheeky little shout. Well, you will get a cheeky little shout out because that's the lowest tier. And yeah. actually, one thing I wanted to do before we quit is we do have a review on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Uh, I don't know if you want to read that out or if you want me to read it out. I've been doing a lot of talk in this episode, so I don't know if you want to read it out or if you want me to read it out. I don't care. It's okay. You can. I don't know where to find it. Okay. Uh, it's from. One of my friends, uh, so this is not biased at all, 
but he says, rates it five out of five. So don't go rate our podcast one out of five just to fuck with the ratings, please. But currently we're at a five out of five rating because we only have one. Um, but he says, <clears throat> everything. It's such a great podcast. Great people and amazing topics. Hundred percent recommend. Um. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if I should leave that in or do that again. Uh, I don't know. Will your friend be offended if you leave it in? <laughs> Probably get punched, but that's fine. I don't know, I'd leave it then. <clears throat> um. But yeah. Uh. Thanks for the review. Um. It's not really worded correctly, but I don't expect anything less from you. Um, you probably won't even hear this because you don't listen to the podcast all the way through, you fucker. Um, but yeah, so there we go. I read a review. So in essence, what you should get from this is leave another review so we can read it in the future. Brody will read the next one for you uh, if, if if we get a next one. Um, yes, so please do that. But yeah, uh, I think we covered everything, and I think we covered any other changes, mainly just the logo and maybe some guests coming in the future. Um, anything else you want to close this off with, Brody? Um, you know what? Here, let's do this. We'll close it off with another dad joke, just to make your, just to help you out here. What you want me reading this? What? Hold on, this this one confuses me. When did my prince instead of my prince huh 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 we'll go for a new one <laughs> that's fucking terrible oh this there is relatable this one, <laughs> <laughs> this one isn't bad all right how do you get an alien to go to sleep you rock it That's pretty relatable with the Area 51 raid that just happened. Exactly, yes. I think that's suiting. And, and I, I also think that. I also think that uh, because you put a dad joke at the end, I'm going to have to put one at the beginning and end of every episode now, and uh, we're just yes. going to double your your impress, impress levels. Uh, your yeah. Impression levels? I was going to say impression, but I think that's something else. Uh, anyways, <laughs> with that lengthy fucking outro... We uh, thank you so much for listening in all the different countries. Uh, I'd list them all, but I, the fucking website doesn't even tell me all of them. They just say others. Um, but yeah, thank you for listening all over this lovely world of ours. And uh, Brody and I hope you enjoyed. Uh, I hope you learned as much as Brody did. Yes. And we will see you next time. Bye. Bye-bye. so fucking tired right now.